And do you have something called the cup connection? Um, I, maybe. Okay, I just realized I do. And the C word. The C word you were told to never bring up in relationships. Or just ever? Okay, it's not that one, is it? No! Okay, just checking. What's wrong with you? To get it going the 100% foolproof way to find out if your man will ever cheat on you. Okay, dude, 100%? Yes. Come on Take now. a listen. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Okay, the 100% foolproof way to find out if your man will ever cheat on you. Maybe next time I'll think he 100% foolproof way, Nira. I don't think anything's 100%, but okay. Listen, this is according to a woman in the UK who has been cheated on multiple times. By multiple men. Okay, that is a problem in itself. Yes. She's obviously terrible at picking men. But these were all long-term relationships. She thought they were going to, like, get engaged. Like, this was real, okay? Uh Uh-huh. She says, please, listen to me. I've been cheated on enough. I've got the method. I know a way, 100% foolproof way that you can find out if your man is ever going to cheat on you. Okay. What you have to do, you have to suggest signing a prenup... Okay, early on, be like, just so you know, there will be a prenup. And in this prenup, there will be a giant cheating clause where if you cheat or if I cheat, it's going to cost us both big money. Okay, I know a lot of celebrities who do this. Big money. Um, People who come from money. Yeah. They do this and there is like, you know, when you read or you hear about all these prenup agreements, there are always these giant cheating clauses. Yes. And you're always like, why would there be a cheating clause? And maybe for a celebrity, it's like, yeah, sure. I'd whatever. This is for like you and me, like Mm. people who have no money Mm -hmm. and you make it huge. Like you, you are going to be done if you cheat financially, if you cheat. And then you see, you watch their reaction. You see what they say. Will they sign it? If they're like, you know what, maybe, maybe we don't need a prenup. <laughs> Cheater! Maybe next yes. Time so this yes. prenup that this woman is suggesting yeah. is only a cheating prenup. Nothing else. No, it's a prenup. It's like a oh. normal prenup. But oh. she's like, you've got to make, you've got to emphasize oh. if you cheat. Mm. And she's like, you got to flip it on yourself too. Even though you know you'd never cheat. Okay, th- but you know how I feel about prenups. Like, you and your husband didn't sign any prenup. We have nothing. We have nothing to Yeah, what? but you have your dignity. You have your integrity. You have your pride. So that's what I'm... Yeah, you have those things. I know you don't I, I believe don't, them. Yeah, but that, that doesn't mean monetary anything no, to me. No, for, but for cheating is what I'm saying. You have loyalty. Yeah. Isn't that more important than money? So why wouldn't it just be a cheating prenup? Why would it have nothing to do with money and only be about cheating? So that if one or the other cheats the other gets everything but 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 you have no it has to be like a no it's gonna cost them yeah they can't have any say on the house which they've been participating in you guys have a house right yeah so say for example i mean we live in a house we certainly are not close to owning it but you know what i mean you (laughs) own it according to whatever this government canadian whatever this is sure we're paying a mortgage on it you own it yeah so you're you 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 have no money okay but if your husband was only a cheating prenup, yeah. if your husband was to cheat, yeah. then he gets nothing of anything he has been working towards in this relationship with you. 
No, I want money monthly. I, oh, he's not getting any. <laughs> Sorry, wait, wait. You think if my husband cheated on me, he'd not get anything? Well, they would still fight for it, of course. If there's no, yeah, oh, of course. No, no. no. <laughs> okay, you don't. No, you don't need no prenup for that. No, no. I would just spite till he got nothing. Okay, and then I would make him pay me monthly on top of it. Oh, I would go nuts. <laughs> I would go ballistic. Yeah. Maybe I should have got a prenup. <laughs> I think you're the one hundred percent proof. Yes, <laughs> you are. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. What is the most productive time of the day? The exact most productive time of the day. Because believe it or not, there is an answer. Oh, here it goes. Speaking of Madonna, her tickets are going on sale this morning. Good luck getting them. Ticketmaster. They're so expensive too. But, are they? Oh yeah, but I mean, she's a great show. Okay, what is the most productive time of the day? It says, according to this work productivity study that was done, the most productive time of the day is... 10.22 a.m. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> what were you expecting? You seem so surprised. I, these studies are always like, well, for who? What do, do you do for a living? Like the average person. We're not the average people. You know that, right? But who is then? Who's the average person? Well, we aren't. Our hours are not average. We are not the norm, man. But nobody's normal anymore. Everyone's like, yeah. I work at home. I wear sweatpants. I, I do what I want. <laughs> okay, I'm you- soft quitting. I'm quiet quitting. I'm quiet. Whatever. Okay, okay so the point is, <laughs> after her rant is done here, according to this work productivity study, yes. the most productive time is 1022 a.m. Okay. Then it's all downhill from there. Okay. <laughs> then we hit our real big giant slump at 1.27 p.m. Okay. okay. Then the other giant slump hits us at 2.06 p.m. Hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, 10.22 a.m., the most productive. 1.27 p.m., the biggest slump. 2.06, the next biggest slump. When we really just start to feel so drained. Okay. These are for the typical work day people. A lot of people who spend lots of times in front of the computer, they say. It's yeah. like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. What do you want me to say? I don't know. I'm just giving you information. I don't know why this is making me so angry. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't sure. know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. It also is a bit depressing. Like if you are a nine to fiver, the yeah. average nine to fiver, mm-hmm. your day peaks at 1022, then it's all down here, then it's slump city in the afternoon. Well, look at it this way. You hit your peak. Like that is your peak. 1022 AM is yeah. your peak. Okay. Then it doesn't do like a hard decline. Think about it. If you're if you're declining slowly and 127 is the biggest like slump. That's mm. three hours. Yeah, it's a, it's a slow decline. It's not like your 1022 is your highest productivity time and then all of a sudden at 1050 you're slumping. But wouldn't it be nice to end the day on a high Who? is what I'm saying. Like, what, Couldn't you peak at 420? Who ends the day <laughs> on a high? Right. Who? Which person at 5 p.m. is like, oh my gosh, I'm not drained. Which person is like, I'm ready to work more. I don't know. Who, who well, says wouldn't it be like nice instead of the afternoon slump? But doesn't it make sense? You wake up in the morning. That's mm. why siesta is such a thing around the world. North American culture does not believe in siesta, but studies show over and over and over again that you need a rest in the afternoon, and that's what will make you more productive in your day, in your life, whether it's work, whether it's pleasure, whether it's family, whatever it is. Mm. Everyone is supposed to have a little rest in the afternoon. Hmm. Don't you think? Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that is what 
it's so huge in Indian culture. Like when I went when I went to India, yeah, it was so crazy to me. Like everything was shut down for two hours in the afternoon. Everything yeah. because it's siesta time. Also, it's such high heat temperatures. Nobody wants to be out anyways. So everybody goes rest for a couple of hours, comes back and has like another party in the afternoon. You know where they do this uh-huh. locally? Don't know if they're hiring. Where? EA Sports. Really? The video game people oh. in Burnaby. I did a tour of their uh-huh. campus once. Yeah. They have sleep rooms. Yeah. I almost I almost worked there when I first got out of school. Dude, you could have been napping. <laughs> you fool. Get up. Holly and Nira. And Nira. Virgin. Friend Phil. Nira. What? You know better. I don't even know what you're talking about. Friend, fail. You never ask a friend this favor. I asked you a ever. favor. I asked you? Yes. I hardly ever ask you for favors. It's true. What did I ask you? What did I ask you? You asked me last week if you could watch my number one emotionally attached movie for me, <laughs> Titanic, with me. Right, right, right. Ah. Uh. You never ask a friend if you can watch their number one emotionally protected movie with them. Okay, I didn't realize it was to that degree. Titanic is for me, mm. my feelings, and Jack Dawson. Okay, we we were talking about Titanic. A lot of people are because it's the 25th anniversary. Story also, came it's up. It's one of the best movies of all time. I promise. Yes. I'm gonna let go, Jack. Yes. Stop. Story came up uh, about Titanic, so we're talking. You know, and yeah, I. I don't have mm, a positive connection to Titanic. As much as I would like to, I watched that movie with someone that I I just don't want to have the memory of watching that movie with. And I can't get that memory. An mem- ex, right? Like, yeah, like that a is, date gone wrong. Yeah, that association won't leave for me. And it's associated with Titanic. Yeah, that sucks for you. And so I don't have that same connection, even though I want to. I just don't. I mean, I find the movie cool. If it's on or something, I'll be like, okay. Cool. <laughs> Titanic, iceberg. That's a trigger. Okay, cool. It's very cold. Okay, sorry. You, I swear, you You need to watch it again on your own. I know. On I, your own. I did watch it in the theater the first time. Don't get me wrong. It's coming back to the theater. Bye. And this is how it all came up. You're like, it's coming back to the theater. Nira, you in should go watch 3D. it. In 3D. I don't know if I want to watch 3D. It makes me nauseous. <laughs> I just want to okay. watch it regularly. Fine. Maybe I need to go watch. Give yes. it a whole new chance, a whole new dimension. And I suggested, since you are such a giant fan of the movie, and I'm not, I'm pretty neutral, maybe if I watched it with you, it would help me, it would help me like the movie more. Maybe give me a different side. But you completely... No. Yeah, you lost it. Yeah, no. Hard No. I don't want you to ruin it for me. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin yes, it. Yes, you're going to... I already know. Uh, right after the movie's done, you're going to be like, okay, here's my questions. <laughs> no, no, you're going to wreck it. Okay, you're look. not going to cry enough because you you already have that going in. You have to work on your own issues. <laughs> I go to my own therapist. You have to go to your own therapy about Titanic and figure okay. out... You have a bad attachment. That sucks. Right. Because it's an incredible movie. Oh, I know. I've seen it a few times. Like I said, uh, like after it was in the theaters, then it was on TV all the time, right? So you, I watched it a lot. I'm, I'm emotionally attached to this Why? movie. Why? I don't know. What I is, think... What is it with you in this movie? Like, the opposite of you. Like, I have a very strong memory of going to see it the first time. I did not go and see it with a man. I saw it with my sister. Okay. We held hands. We <laughs> cried. 
Oh my god, I fell in love with Jack oh Dawson. I was gosh. like, yes, like the story of you know the 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 people, the steerage, like the third right. class and right. how they were treated and like, yeah. and it was all based on like true facts with the Titanic and it happened right off the coast of Canada. I don't know. I had this like insane thing attachment to this okay. movie I still do it's wild and when you call it what do you call it your emotional what emotionally attached movie okay so do protected you, emotionally protected you watch this movie when you can't see your therapist is that what you said no 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa 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 the Titanic has not replaced my therapist. Not, not replaced. Just like you now you go every two weeks before you used to go weekly. So uh, I see her one week and I watch the Titanic the other. Holly and Nira. And now the biz with Nira. Oh, speaking of creeping, which celebrity caught their cheating partner with a jar of jam? And this dude brought her to the house, by the way. That's today's top biz story. Shakira reportedly caught her longtime partner, Gerard Piquet, cheating on her, all thanks to a jar of jam. Shakira returned home from a trip. She went to the fridge to put some jam on her toast. As you do. Of course you do. Her jam was finished. Rude. She's like, wait, what? Gerard doesn't eat jam. The kids don't eat jam. And it wasn't like a spoon or two. So let's say even if a friend came over and wanted jam. Right. Or they had to make a PB&J for for a a random neighbor child. Yeah. Or a play date. Sure. No. It was donezo. Like clearly done. Hmm. So she got suspicious. So she started Sherlocking the sitch. And she's like, no, it wasn't through texts. wasn't through paparazzi photos. She figured it out. Uh, she started being overly suspicious then of little things, right? And in one of the situations where she was away again, she decided to randomly video call Gerard. And when she randomly video called him, she saw a glimpse of another woman in the background. Oh, my God. In their home. In their home. This is the part that's freaking me out. So this chick felt so comfortable that she was making toast with jam? Yep. In her house, in Shakira's home. Like, you're straight up the other woman in in this woman's house. Like, how do you do that? Yeah, wow. How How long are you there for? How comfortable are you? How many times have you been over? If you're making toast with jam, it's not a one-off. No. It's not two. No, bring your own jam. No, that's not the lesson here. (laughs) The lesson is not bring your own jam. You know what I mean, though? You're eating the other woman's No, jam. go away is the lesson. Stop. You know what I'm saying. Get off my husband. <laughs> yeah. Leave my jam alone. Also, but, rude that she put it back in the fridge empty. What a bee. That's what I'm saying. Rude. There's a lot of jam talk. Ode. A lot of etiquette here. Also, rude on him. He's the one who brought the woman into yeah, their home. Yeah, of course. Like, we he, hate him. Yeah, he's the worst out of <laughs> everyone here. But good for Shakira for figuring it out. I mean, all because of a jar of jam. That sucks. Smart woman. Some really sad information and updates. Sad because cinematographer Helena Hutchins, the one who passed away on the set of Rust. More information coming out now about the shooting. Alec Baldwin is now being charged with involuntary manslaughter in this situation for the death of his friend and cinematographer Helena Hutchins, which is so hard because they were friends. They say he could face up to five years in prison. Uh, But it could be as low as 18 months in prison. It could be 18 months and a fine, or it could be just a fine. They're trying to really set a precedent with the whole situation that happened on the Rust set in New Mexico. They're like, we are very, very strict. 
with our gun control and how how did live bullets get on a prop gun on the set of this movie and kill a cinematographer and then injure the director how did this even happen there's still so many questions there's still so many concerned they've relied on the professionals and the professionals have now come forth with the information so the da says yes we do have enough for these charges i saw this information last night and i was just like heartbroken for everybody involved they were friends and he was alc baldwin like he has so many kids he's got little tiny kids he was just there doing his job he didn't know yeah yeah the whole thing is yes you're right like who there's so many questions who who got the bullets who put them did they think they were not real bullets i mean in his oh defense, my God. he's an actor. Yeah. He was given the prop. He didn't yeah. go get it. Yeah. It was handed to him. He was told it's not live. It's yeah. not hot, which means, which is the way it's supposed to be. There's nothing live in it. Yeah. So how did yeah, that how? get by? How and many how, people? How do real bullets even work in a prop gun? Or was it a real gun supposed to have prop bullets or something? And it, like, who knows? Who that, knows? Why is that even on set? Like, I think what's that's happening? where the armorer is in charge of that. And the armorer is also being charged. The woman who was in oh, charge God. of that. And, and they all like knew each other. It's, ho- it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Still so many more details coming that's out brilliant. about that. And uh, Beyonce, does she make $24 million an hour? Pardon me? Beyonce reportedly making $24 million for a show in Dubai this weekend. It's an invite-only show at a resort in Dubai, and she's only playing for one hour. One hour. Okay? And she's going to make $24 million for this invite-only show. They're not even selling tickets, right? It's not. There's no tickets, invite-only. And she's already been caught rehearsing a few songs, one of them being Crazy in Love, Halo, and Drunk in Love. One hour, twenty-four. One hour, twenty-four million. I mean, 24 and she'll go to Dubai on her private jet. So, oh, they're probably paying for it. For sure, they are. Yeah, putting her course. up in some. I'm sure. I'm. She might be in a nice hotel. Maybe. Do you think if you're paying twenty-four million for Beyonce to come play for your party or whatever for one hour, you you get to pick the song list, right? Like I, you get to be like, here's I'm sure. here's the six or seven or whatever eight songs that we want. I'm pretty sure. So that's why what she's rehearsing is such a small like what she's been caught rehearsing is very specific. I'm sure that they're like, this is what we want you to play for this one hour. I'd love to hear that she's donating all this money. I would uh, love to hear that she does not need the money. I don't think this that's why I would like celebrities do it, do it, uh, get the money, yeah. but then donate. Come on. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know if that's happening. <laughs> Maybe you could talk to her people about that. I'm Nira, and that's the business brought to you by Vancouver Young Actors School. Act now, weekly classes starting February 4th. Visit VancouverYoungActorSchool.com. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Do you remember the C word that you're always told not to kind of bring up in relationships? I know a C word I'm never supposed to use ever. <laughs> okay, just, it's actually my least. I, I can't. No. Okay, over Disgusting. and over again, we were always told not to use the word change. Change. You can't change someone. Remember, you're always like, "Oh, you're going to be in a relationship, and then he'll change for me, or you're gonna, he's going to change. You'll make him change. He'll change for me. He's never done that before, but he's going to change he'll, for me. He'll change." Well, this is interesting because Cardi B was just talking about her marriage to Offset and how they survived. And she says it's all because of change. I don't know if you remember, they were going to get divorced. Cardi B filed for divorce. Right. Yeah. And then they got back together. Mm. She says straight up, Cardi B says her marriage to Offset survived because he changed and he changed for me. Oh, I'm just saying. 
Just saying. She said she was not okay with the way things were going. Realized that, okay, this is not okay. That is not okay. This is not okay. She told him what she needed him to change. And then she filed for divorce because she wasn't seeing the change. And then they got back together because he changed. He changed for her. And now they've been working on it, working on being back together. Mm. And like, knock on wood, she says it's going good. So maybe, I mean, women are, and I'm going to say women because I think it's mostly women that have always been told a man will never change for you. Yeah, it's always that. But then it's so funny because what's the saying? Uh, A man is with a woman hoping that she won't change. Yes. But she changes. Yes. A woman is with a man hoping he will change, but he, he doesn't. doesn't. Yes. And that's yes. one of the biggest problems with men and women because he'll say to he'll say to his wife or his long-term partner, you've changed. Yes. And she's like, but you haven't. And he's like, exactly. I, I am what I am, but you mm-hmm. expect me to change. I don't want to change you because I didn't want you to change and you changed. Brutal. It's so messed up. It's so men and up. women together. And it's so true because my husband and I get into those same fights all the time. He's like, you've changed. I'm like, and you haven't. How do you expect a woman to not change but keep evolving and keep moving forward and keep growing in a relationship? How? I don't know. And throw kids in the mix. Mm. You want me to be the same and have a baby? No, You think I'm normal after having a baby? You think I'm the same? I know. Men don't get it, though. That's the thing. And it is messed up. If you do think about it, if I'm getting into a relationship with someone hoping that they are going to change. Yeah, that's screwed up. That's screwed up too. Yes. Oh my God. He's getting in the relationship hoping she's not going to change. That's screwed up too. Yeah. Why can't we be with the like same minded people then? Like at least women with women, we know we're going to change. Women with women. End it there. (laughs) It's the only way to go. Holly and Nira. Every relationship needs them to survive. What are yours? I'm talking about your ground rules. Gotta have them ground rules to survive, girl. Ground rules. In a relationship? Every relationship needs ground rules. The ground rules. The ground rules. Lots of relationship experts say people assume that each person in the relationship is aware of the ground rules. And they don't really ever sit down to be like, you know I'm not okay with you cheating, right? Okay, is this, when we say relationships, are we talking... uh, Romance. Romance, only romance relationships? Great question. Again, she's taking it next level. I mean, it could be all relationships, I I suppose. Okay, Um, now if we're talking romance relationships and ground rules, I'll be honest. uh, Yeah, I I was in a relationship with someone I liked, I think, a lot more than they liked me, Mm -hmm. right? And I like them, and because I like me, <laughs> it's not me, no, right? Okay, because no, no. okay. we both mutually like each other. Maybe there we is a little bit there. of a little bit of a yeah. difference. Know, little bit. I'm more into you. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying who. It's fine. All right, but when I liked this person a lot more than they liked me, mm-hmm. I was willing to not want to talk about my ground rules because I thought it would scare, scare them off. Mm. Ooh, right? yeah. I was so young. So naive, right? Thought that that would make them think I'm being really intense, right? Um, so you were like, "I'm cool with whatever," or you, or you just don't even bring it up, right? Because I I like them so much, and I think that is a very common thing too. For you're, sure, you're afraid to bring up ground rules, even though stay, straight up going to say it to you, you own your ground rules and you, be proud of them. First of all, you got to know them. Good you got to figure out your own ground rules. Yeah, and then you gotta you gotta bring them into the relationship. Sit down, talk about them. Some of the common ones: uh, don't walk away in the middle of a discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, don't insult each other. Totally. Don't yell. That's a tough one for you and me. We love to yell. 
I do have a problem. Um, don't dismiss each other's feelings. Don't ghost me, man. Don't threaten to leave. That's a big one. And when I text you, text me back within an appropriate amount of time. You know, I have a kissing ground rule with my husband, John. We have a ki- we have two kissing ground rules, actually. No tongue? Or too much tongue? No, no that's licking? never a rule. Too much saliva? hey Too sticky? No, okay. <laughs> no, our two kissy, kissy ground rules. Kissy, kissy rules. Kissy, kissy ground rules. <laughs> okay. Wow. Are one, whoever comes into the room or into the situation must go and kiss the other person. That is their responsibility. So if my husband, John, is at home with the kids, I come home, I have to go kiss him. It is my responsibility to plant the kiss on him, okay. not vice versa. Okay. Okay. So you're at home. Yeah. He comes home from work. Yeah. And usually he would run to the bathroom and disappear for 45 minutes. With his phone. With his phone. Yeah. But before he can disappear, yeah. he must come kiss you. Yes. And then he can go disappear. Then bye. Okay. Yeah. And the other kissy kissy ground rule that we have. Wait, wait, wait one more moment. And let's say, for example, uh, you guys are going to a barbecue uh-huh. and he's he's coming from another destination. Yep. And you're already, no, he yeah, yeah. is already at a barbecue with the children. <laughs> you're coming from another destination. Yes. You must go to kiss him yep. when you arrive at this barbecue. Correct. In front of everybody. Of course. You must kiss him in front of everybody. Yes. Okay, tell me your kissy-kissy rule number two. Kissy-kissy rule number two is if you refuse a kiss, the relationship is over. Who refuses a kiss? Exactly. I'm saying if it ever comes to the point where I'm like, I'm sorry, give me a kiss. And he's like, no, it's over. Okay. Okay, what if... What if... Here we go. (laughs) Kissy-kissy rule. Like, we're going out, we're going to a gala. Of course we are, yeah. And I've just put on some really good fresh lip gloss. Like No, there's no excuse. And he comes, and Gary's coming in for that kiss. No. I'm telling you, there's no point because afterwards he says, ew, anyways. He's like, what? ew. What is that sticky crap? You can redo your lipstick. You can't redo your relish, babe. Kissy, kissy ground <laughs> rules. <laughs> That's hard. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. When your children take on your vocab, we've all been there. Uh oh, it's right. Children start talking like you, and you're like, "Excuse you, where did you learn that from?" And they nail the tone. Yeah, you're like, ah, "Tone." It's so frightening because sometimes you look at them like, "I don't know where they got that." Then you go, "Oh, <laughs> right, dang me." So the other day, I caught my youngest. She's five. Her name is Jaya. I caught her talking to her older brothers. Okay, her older brothers are eleven and nine. They love riling her up, okay? It's part of what happens in our house. They think it's hilarious. Two big brothers, little sister. (laughs) Duh! They treat her like a princess, but they also love to rile her up before they treat her like a princess. I'm like, this is really not cool, guys. But anyways, it's what happens. And she just wasn't in the mood for it that one day. Like, she plays around, but she honestly just looked at them and went, guys, not today. Amazing. And she's coming out of the bathroom because what happens is when she comes out of the bathroom, they love scaring her. So she walks okay. out of the bathroom. One of them is around the corner to say boo. And then she freaks out. And then, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, chaos. Yeah. Uh, run around. Everybody's screaming. She just wasn't in the mood. So they tried to scare her. And she looked at both of them and was like, not today. <laughs> That's amazing. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, where did she where did she learn that? And my boys were like, really, mom? Yeah, really? You know where she learned that from? You. Yeah. You say that to us all the time. I'm like, I do? They're like, yes. You say only- that to me all the time, too. You're like, Holly, not today. Not I'm today. like, <laughs> sorry. 
I didn't even realize that I I say it that often or I do it that often or that's mm-hmm. my thing to be like not today. Mm-hmm. But clearly, it's so often that it's being emulated. Also, good for her for knowing her boundaries. Yes, she sees you setting the boundaries. She's like, okay, not today. I can say that when I don't want to deal with stuff. Okay, not today. Right? Yeah, but you got to be careful because what if you're like, hey guys, eat your broccoli, and she's like, not today. not today. I mean, now then I have to set new rules with the not today, saying not today to the not today. Not today, not today. Got it? Not today, not that today. Won't confuse the metal. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Nira, you love learning. I do love learning. You want to learn how to send a text hug? A text a hug? A text a hug via text. Because kisses are easy to send. Yeah, we know how to send kisses. We know how to send naughty things. <laughs> yes. Let's learn how to send a text hug. Okay. Okay. Text hug number one. I'm happy to listen if you want to talk. Those words on a text equal a hug in person. Um, say it again. I'm happy to listen if you want to talk. Okay. 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 That's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Text hug number two. Yeah. Seeing you was the highlight of my day. Okay. Aww. Okay. Okay. This oh, so these are words that equal hugs. She's here, ladies and gentlemen. She's <laughs> Listen, man. She's arrived. I thought you were going to tell me which emoji equals a hug, okay? Oh, my God, no. Well, what do you expect? These are words that equal a hug. If you text someone and you can't be there to physically hug somebody, you text them as it, these words will feel like a hug. I'm understanding now. Okay. Thank you. Here's another text hug. Thanks for trusting me with this. I'm sure it's really hard to talk about. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, no, you think that's deep. How about this? It's not your fault, and I hope you know that. Ooh. Now, say you want to send somebody an out-of-the-blue text hug. Like, you haven't just had a conversation or you yeah, yeah. didn't see them the night before. Whatever. You just right. want to send them out-of-the-blue, mm. give them a little text hug, you send them this. I miss you with a smiley face. Yeah, I usually write miss your face to people. Miss your face. Yeah, I do like yeah, that one. That's, that's my cute. that's my always go-to. If I haven't talked to someone in a long yeah. time and I've been thinking about them, but then I keep forgetting to to let them know that I'm thinking about them. Yeah. I'll just say I'll just write a little caption that says miss your face exclamation point. Sometimes you add the B word when you text me that. Miss your face B like yes. you add and that's adorable to I, me. Yes, I do. I do do that as well. And it's my way of being like, "Hey, I'm thinking about you." It's your way of saying I love you. Yeah, you're on my mind. Just say it. Just <laughs> Just say it. You know, I think I could just say I love you. That that I would I love, love to hear that. <laughs> I've been just waiting say, forever. Yeah. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Do you have something called the cup connection? I, I don't know. <laughs> yes. To be honest, the cup connection is actually a thing. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Anna Kendrick. Yes. Okay. Now, this is something that started. Here at work for me, and I didn't realize it was a thing. The cup connection. Yeah, I went in uh, to the cupboard the other morning, and uh, just the kitchen here at work, coworker mm-hmm. kitchen, mm-hmm. and sixth floor kitchen. Mm-hmm. My, and I say my in quotes. My cup was gone. The cup I use every morning. Ooh, it was not there. No, is this an actual cup or is this a mug? Uh, well, I have it this morning. I'll show it to you. It's this very pretty one with flowers all over it. Okay, yeah. That's a mug, everybody. It's absolutely not a cup. Okay, well, you know what I mean. No, you can cup a mug. You how, can drink out of a cup. How many people drink out of call, a mug. call, just say cup? Listen, smarty pants. No, hardly everyone is like, can you pass me a mug? It's like, a cup. 
No. Okay, but anyway, anyways. we don't need to fight over that. Okay. It is a mug. It's cute. It's white. It's got like butterflies and flowers on it. Yeah, it's really It's, it's really colorful. Pretty. It's very pretty. It's very, very pretty. calming. Yeah, it's, it's kind of what I go to. And I realize that I now have a cup connection mm. to, to this specific cup. Mug. And when it's not there, it bothers me. And then that bothers me that it's bothering me. Okay, so what part, if you go into the kitchen, you know, cupboard, and yeah. we have communal things here. Yeah, we have a mix, everything. match of everything. Everybody use everything. Yeah. Um, what part makes you feel uneasy? Well, then the, all of a sudden... It where like, is it? Did it, it break? Is it dirty? Did someone touch yes. it? What did they drink out it, of it? Has everything. it been cleaned? Everything changes because now, okay. clearly the person who used it over the last couple of days when I didn't get it has stained it with something in the inside. It's now stained because it was a beautiful white porcelain before. Oh boy. And I only drink uh, clear teas in it. Here we go, sitting on her throne up there with her clear teas. No, I have my dark in my other dark mugs. Like, you know, my insulated mugs is where my coffees go. Yeah, yeah. You hear that? Yeah, we hear it. Okay, that's the coffee mug. Okay. And this is my clear tea cup. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so why don't you just wash the mug after every show and put it in your drawer? I know, right? But then last time I did that, you thought I was crazy. And yeah. then I have like all these special cups in my drawer mm-hmm. that then I take care of. And like, mm-hmm. oh, because remember when um, the royal stuff happened with the queen when yeah. she passed away? Yeah. And anything that like was royal was yeah. it's considered a hot commodity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was here, selling like crazy. At work, I found like a British flag cup. Yeah, a mug. A cup. In the cupboard. Yes. And I took it and it's yeah. in my drawer because Good. apparently it's worth money now. Yeah. So then you thought, I was like, what are you doing? Why are yeah. you hi- hiding cups in your drawer? No, that one made sense. Okay. Well, this one does too. It's a beautiful, colorful. You, what are you talking about? You have cup connection. Yeah. I use this navy blue mug every morning is my favorite okay, one. That and is it's a from mug. The, it's the West Coast Express mug. Yeah, that is a mug. That's a giant thick mug. It's the exact same <laughs> as yours, but mine's navy blue. No, anyway, not. we're all connected. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. The Bigums. <laughs> Hello, Ironic. The Bigums. Ironic. The biggest mistake. That's <laughs> what I was trying to say. Hello. The biggest mistake couples make in the first three months. And the first three months of a relationship. That sets the precedent. Okay, when you say couples, like, it's like this is the stage when we've become monogamous. If <laughs> that's what you're into. Okay. Don't, Hello, don't, 2023, sweetie. I know, but don't say like it's such a far-stretched idea. We don't put labels on anybody anymore. Please. No more labels. I'm just... You're oh in God. a relationship, however it looks to you. Okay. You're in the first three months. Am I seeing you? Or am I dating you? Or are we yes. boyfriend, girlfriend? Uh, Or girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend boyfriend, 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 whatever. Okay, wow. (laughs) You're in a new relationship. Fine. It's the first three months. Okay. This is the number one mistake that couples make in the first three months. Putting on a facade. (laughs) A facade. A facade, yes, of course. You can't grow together in your relationship if you're not even being honest with who you are. (sighs) Right. Don't put on a facade. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's things like I have lots of friends who are like, oh, I told this girl I love going for like long walks on the beach. Yeah. Ha! Hate the beach. Okay, yeah. Hate long walks. That's messed up. Why are you lying about stuff? That's That's putting on a facade. That's just straight up lying. That's not even a facade. That's a a lie. The most common facade, according to this article, it's done by real research people, um, is pretending that you're into something that you're not really into. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, 
whatever it is. It's yeah. like, if you're not really into that, but you're trying to be into that because you really like the person, you're like, yeah. well, maybe I'll like pickleball. They yeah. love pickleball. Uh, oh, yeah, I love pickleball. But yes. you don't like pickleball. Just say, you know what? It's not, I don't like pickleball. Online dating has really taken that stuff to the next level, mm. right? Because you're trying to be noticed. Yeah. And whereas when you're in person, you're getting noticed for the things that people are seeing about you in person. Versus like, I've seen this on a list of her things. She's into pickleball. Exactly. So then when you can, you can make more facade-like items on your list. That's why I feel sometimes it seems like friends do, I can make good partners. You know, if you start with a friendship, because you yeah. really get to see what that person's like and they're not putting up that facade so much. And you're not trying to be romantic, so you actually might get to know each other for who you are and yeah. be yourself. Yeah, you really get to see who right. the person is. Mm-hmm. The real person. Yes, the real what person. What they're like. like. I never pretended ever to be an easygoing person, like in terms of uh, the way I am. Like I'm, I'm cool and I'm easygoing, but I'm very particular about things. And yes. I'm very particular. I have high expectations. These are all things that my husband Gary knew and saw about me before we got involved because we were friends right. for so long. Right. He knew that when we go to a restaurant, we were all friends, we're all hanging out, that I was the one who's like, ooh, and can my water be the one with no ice? And if you got some lemon or lime, that would be great. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, I'll just take that water. You never pretended to like plain tap water. No, I don't mind tap water. I just don't want ice in it. Right. It makes my teeth hurt. Right. And okay. I like lemon or lime because it you know, kind of takes away the flavor of the tap. Mm-hmm. No, no, are, I've been to a restaurant with you. <laughs> I know, but it's I don't... whole thing. I don't pretend. I don't put on that facade. Right. You know? You don't pretend. And that's good. Mm-hmm. That is good. But aren't we all pretending all the time at some point oh, in our life, Holly? Here we go. All the time? There's some kind of pretense going on? I don't know. Come, some kind of facade? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you have to pretend sometimes or else it's just weird. <laughs> Especially if you're at your in-laws. I don't just go with it a lot. Go with it. Oh my gosh. If I could be a fly on the wall watching you with your in-laws. I'm so polite. Uh, you yeah, lose it. Because aren't they like really like British. polite British people? Yes. Like, with lots of like etiquette. Yes. <laughs> they have like proper tea time. Like they have a, a tray with teacups and like proper tea. Tea and it, time. And is it like really tiny little cups where your pinky has to stick out when you hold the handle? Yeah. Yeah, how do you do with that? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Holly and Nira.